Blog Talk Radio. Networking in both 
Facebook Live and Blog Talk Radio. So if you're on Blog Talk Radio and you have a question or comment, um, actually, let me just play you a little something as to what to do because some of you are new and you're calling the show for the first time. So I want to play a little something that talks about how we do things, all right? And uh, we'll be right back. That's what I think is the best thing to do. What do y'all think of that uh, Morgan Harris show? That's Morgan Harris. It's my favorite group, really, as far as reggae. All right. And I apologize for the music going in and out, brothers and sisters. That, that's only because it's not uh, uh, those of you on Facebook Live that hear the music going in and out. I apologize. That's because it's on another network, and so you guys can't hear it. But tonight, we're talking about African Americans. How they will one day lead the nations back to a pure form of worship. I said we're talking about how African Americans, as dysfunctional as they are, as unorganized as they are, as fragmented as they are, this is a world where technology can be used to quickly learn things. And this is a generation, this new generation, where they learn things really, really fast, y'all. It scares me how fast they can come together. And I think it scares the powers that be, too. And that's why probably my show with Facebook Live that was at 2,000 views was erased by Facebook or someone. Let's just say someone. Somebody don't like what I'm saying. may not be Facebook. But it's somebody that don't like what I'm saying. Okay? Um, I think what I want to try to do is bring on brother, uh, my uh, good friend, brother, uh, uh, the ambassador, Purcell Porsche, uh, who is a co-host on the Fossil Stone Network. I had originally talked about doing this thing solo, but I think he would kind of help out. He always helps out. So y'all remember me talking about the ambassador, Purcell Porsche, out of Cincinnati. He is, you know, I see him. Um, in the chat chatting area. So I'm going to try to bring him on. And if we can't, he's just going to have to call the phone number. So, Brother Purcell, just get ready. I'm going to, after I play this clip, try to bring you on. So, again, everybody, is it possible that African Americans, such a fragmented people, is it possible that they can become unified to the degree that they can lead anybody back to the Most High, starting with themselves. Well, of course it's possible. Why? How do you know that, Brother Seth? Because if we are the people of the Bible, like I have been talking about for some time now, the Bible says that is the whole purpose of the nation of Israel, to be an example to the nations. Don't believe me. You had better believe the word, though. So anyway, just take a little short break, everybody. Not, it's, it's not even a break. It's just to give everybody that are the first-time calls instructions on how we do over here at the Five Suits Song Network and here at the um, Facebook Live. So we'll be right back, brothers and sisters. Again, you're tuned to the Five Suits Song Network. I'm Brother Seth, and we're about to get swinging, talking about how 
African Americans, this fragmented people, how can they lead the nations? Number one, it's not going to be all of them. It's going to be that remnant that the Father talked about because all of them will never be unified. Israel will never all be unified. Scripture doesn't say that. Be right back.
back, and I just want to thank again everybody for tuning in. Brothers and sisters, tonight is a very uh, touchy subject with a lot of people. It may sound like I'm trying to say African Americans are better than other people, or African Americans are lower people, or African Americans are. It may sound like I'm disrespecting it sometimes. It may sound like I'm putting them above other people. Let me just say this, folks. African Americans, just like any other people, that's a fault. Just a little bit more African Americans Which I so call am Which is a social construct Somebody actually invented it and created it Same with black Same as with white y'all um, I think the only people We really know who they are After all the mixing With all the nations After Genesis 10 I think the only people We really know who's who Is the Jews The so called Israelites And it's because the Bible says certain things was going to happen to them as a nation if they obey, and certain things was going to happen to them if they disobey. And then Deuteronomy 28, of course, verse 46 says that, uh, that these blessings, if they obey, curses if they disobey, will be upon them forever. And so the fact that 2023 or 2024, whenever you're listening in the future, is a part of forever. We know to look for these blessings or these unique curses on a particular people, and that is who we call the Jews or the Israelites today. It's just that simple, brothers and sisters. And I'm just one gentleman, but I'm going to tell you right now, I represent a lot of people that think uh, along these lines, uh, men, women of God, that actually believe and have said what I've said before I was even born. What Saying what brother said, that African Americans are a chosen people. And that they were put in those slave ships for a reason. They was brought to America for a reason. They're given the limelight. They're put up before the nations to see and keep up with their every movement for a reason. Yes, America's powerful. America was part of prophecy too, that it be where it is, and that a people inside of it, of this wealthy nation, would be placed there to do certain things. Well, other nations can see them and mimic them. They're already mimicking us no matter what we do, brothers and sisters. So you can just, some of y'all have trouble with what I'm saying. They are already mimicking us. They who, the nations of the world are already following our folly or whatever we decide to do. So we decide to do what's righteous. What makes you think they won't follow that? They're already following a lot of our churches and a lot of our, in other words, we're in a powerful country. That is controlling the world For however way they do it I'm not going to get into that right now But America controls the world Yes they do in the West The West controls the world We know that And there's been a people put inside here That are they're disrespected on all levels And there's a reason for their play We're going to talk about that tonight But first I want to try to bring on brother uh, Let's try to bring on the one and only ambassador here we go with this unable to join stuff. I'm not going to fool with it. Per se, you're going to have to call me. Uh, I think you're going to have to ask to be on, Per se, because I keep going through this. I don't know what's going on. So we couldn't work this out, brothers and sisters. We tried to work on this I went, you know, off the air, but I, it's saying when I go to invite Per it's saying allow guests to request to join you. That's on. No viewers yet. There's no telling what, and I just want to, I just want to, I just want to say this to everybody. Y'all, please understand who I am. There we go. There we go. Hold on, I see him. Okay, there you go. Oh, this may work. 
this might work, brothers and sisters, and y'all get to see for the first time our uh, co-host, Ambassador Purcell Porsche. But why is saying he's adding? So he is coming on, and I just am so glad for that. Okay, there he is. I see the top of your head, man. Lower your camera. What's happening? Okay, I can't hear you for some reason. I don't know what that's all about. I can see you, but I can't. Turn up your volume or something. No, not really good. I really can't. Seriously. So you may want to call the blog talk number. We can hear you then. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work, or it may, you know, you can try it. I can't hear you, per se. I appreciate you not. And I only see this much of you. So you need to lower your camera. There we go. There we go. Anyway, everybody, this is this is the Ambassador Purcell Porsche, all the way somewhere in Cincinnati. And uh, Purcell, I would say hello, say hello to the people, but I don't know if they can hear you. So let's go ahead and try it. Can't hear you, brother. Um. Anybody listening that can, if you can type in the chat room. But I think what you should, you should do is call the phone number. Oh, you're on Facebook Live. You can't. Um, I don't know what we're going to do, man. This is crazy. I know. Well, it's good to see you, but they can't hear you. That's the only problem. Um. I see. I think my wife is on. Arlene, if you're able to hear Purcell, type something or let me know. But anyway, while we're working on everybody, again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Five Stone Network. Again, we're we're broadcasting in both um, Blog Talk Radio and Facebook Live. And so, y'all, just be patient with us. We're amateurs. We're not experts at this yet. But we really did connect just fine. I just don't know why we're not able to hear him like um, if – like we should. Let me turn my volume up. What was that? Okay, let's try that. He's right. Let's try that, everybody. I can hear you. It's just you're low. You're very low, Purcell. Very low. So let's try it again, everybody. Everybody just bear with us. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, just, you, you, you buy out, Purcell, you end it and come back in. So you end it and come back in. So everybody, again, folks are asking me, how in the world do you think this people, number one, is a chosen people? What make Purcell, end the show and then come back. You end it. Huh? Hang up your phone. And come back. Just end it like you would any Facebook Live. Just leave it. And y'all apologize, but we're trying. Y'all see, we got the ambassador. We're just trying to bring him on. So y'all bear with us, okay? You're going to try to come back on. Because he, he has a lot to say on this matter. We've been talking about this forever on the Fives with Stone Network. Like I said in the, uh, the audio earlier, we have over 500, well, now actually 600 shows. So, um, Folks, we've been doing this for a long time. So, um, doing what? Sharing truth about how the Most High is with His people. 
and uh, even through their rebellion and they're going through all the things we went through with the slave ships and the houses led by women, no disrespect to the women because they're doing what they, uh, they've carried this nation for a long time, but it's kind of disrespectful uh, to the men of the nation for a woman to have to carry our nation, but that's been our situation, and we're thankful, thankful, thankful for our women to even step up and do that. And so I, I don't, I'm not embarrassed by black women' uh, uh, might or strength. I thank God for them. Uh, you know, maybe there wouldn't be, uh, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for the, the same people. So I thank God for the African American women that have led us. But I want to talk about something the Father been dealing with me for many years now, brothers and sisters. It is very, very, very serious. It is very, very, very serious. Why? Because we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about Israel. We're talking about a people that are known to lead nations uh, 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 throughout history. Okay, so let's see here. We've got the ambassador back here, so let's try. And it says it's adding him. We'll see. I know when Sister Eliana came in, she came in strong. We'll try it again. But while we're working through the technical difficulties, I'm going to continue to speak. So, um, Brothers and sisters, to those of you that's not familiar with the scriptures and you're not familiar with the Bible, you're not familiar with, uh, you don't even believe that we are Israel or you don't believe that African Americans are Jews at all, you think we're smoking on something. Let's just say for a second, I'm wrong. Whoever the Israelites are, they are a type of clock. In prophecy, the Bible talks about certain things that's going to befall this people. Uh, certain things going to happen to this people. And depending on what Israel is going through, as Israel goes, so goes the world uh, in terms of understanding prophecy. So you had better understand something uh, by the eschatology or end time events uh, by way of understanding who are the people of the Bible and what the Father is doing with them. Uh, Priscilla just said it was adding. I'm going to try it again, brother. So, I want to hit a little bit about why we believe we Israel, but I do want do not want to spend more than fifteen minutes on that because I've talked so much about why Brother Seth and the Five Seven Star Network believe. Okay, there you are again, brother. Can you hear me? Yeah, let me do this. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna see if Arlene. Just one second, everybody. Don't go nowhere, Priscilla. Everybody, and again, I apologize, y'all. We're trying to work this out. I just want to bring him on because some, y'all been hearing from me a lot, and it's good to hear from some of the other co-hosts. You've heard from Sister Eliana Badia, and this is another one of our co-hosts. He's all the way up in uh, uh, Cincinnati. And because of the time and how much time we spent on technicality, um, I, and we, we can't even hear him. I want him to do an intro and t- tell us just about no more than about 30 seconds because we're already into this broadcast about who he is and what is. Uh, Salt Life Kingdom Ministry. So, my wife is going to listen and see if she can hear you, Priscilla. If she can't hear you, we got to just drop this and just you call the phone number. And speaking of the phone number that Priscilla can ready to call, some of y'all can also do the same thing. That's the uh, area code nine one four two eight 
205-5590. Again, if you want to get in on uh, sharing and commenting, maybe the Father's giving you something on this topic, again, call us at 914-205-5590. Again, we're talking about African Americans being one of the lost tribes of Israel. So go ahead, Brother Purcell, and give me a, give us the intro on um, just what you're about and Salt Lake Kingdom Mission. No more than about a minute because we're already going to get started here. Okay, so go ahead. Well, I uh, really appreciate you, and uh, we have a little slight delay, but we're going to work through this delay. Um, so y'all just let y'all know we have a slight delay, because I can't hear him on, on one uh, on my phone, so I'm listening to him uh, on a delay. So, brothers and sisters, again, I want to just, just, just tell y'all, you're missing out by not um, tuning into the Five Swimstone Network. You're missing out, brothers and sisters. So all you got to do is uh, simply Google Five Smooth Storm Blog Talk Radio, and you'll be able to enjoy over 600 shows with Purcell, the ambassador here, Purcell Porsche, as well as uh, other co-hosts that I've already named. I won't mention the name for time's sake. So how, what about this topic? Uh, again, I just want to say 
it can be a little bit disturbing a topic in and of itself. Um, but I mean no harm, brothers and sisters, when I say we're not trying to be arrogant. We're not trying to put down any other people. We're not trying to put down America. We're not trying to put down white people. We're not trying to put down. We're not trying to lift us up above any other thing. It's just that the, the Bible talks about Israel being uh, uh, a prophetic people. And uh, I want to uh, uh, talk about uh, just briefly the land of Israel, which is also called Zion. It's called Zion. So sometimes you hear the nation of Israel called Zion, and other times you hear the people of Israel called Zion. This is why Brother Seth says so often in his posts on Facebook and throughout just whenever I'm uh, dialoguing via correspondent text or speech out, you hear me say, awake Zion. What I mean is, get up Israel. Uh, Shake yourself. You know, the Bible goes on to say, awake Zion, put on thy strength. And so I think we are not putting on our strength because we're putting on social constructs, something called African Americans, which was voted on, and and uh, it's just it's just a name given to us, uh, and, you know, black, uh, white. These are social constructs created. I'm not going to get off into Bacon's Rebellion and the the biggest uh, uprise in America uh, early on in Jamestown when they start lumping and putting people in uh, categories. And when the slave trade started, how they brought in this new underclass called black and started associating the slaves with this term called black. And it kind of took off with black and white, all because of land distribution. That's what they meant. I'm sure the father had a whole nother plan. But I don't want to talk about that because I talked about that in previous episodes. Y'all just got to go back and listen to a lot of my Facebook lives where I break down how this is a social construct. More importantly, why don't you tune into the Five Song Network into a, a a show called uh, "Where Whites Called of God"? I think it's I think that was the title of it. Was Whites Called of God? If you type in that, uh, uh, then you should be able to hear how that the Most High actually called the people that brought us on those slave ships to America for um, for reasons. Uh, of rebellion of our foreparents. And so what I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, is tonight as we dialogue, don't misunderstand my heart. And Facebook, please put my show back, the show that I had the most listened to. I had a Facebook Live per sale that was actually taken down. I've been talking about this show. It's the show where I'm wearing the black, the black uh, outfit. I did two shows, and now there's only one on, on my Facebook Live. And I didn't delete it. I can't find it in my deleted items. Like maybe I thought I maybe accidentally deleted it. I know why they deleted it. They deleted it per se because I, w- I went through the scriptures, line upon line, precept upon precept. If it wasn't Facebook, it was a hacker, some in-between person. You know, and they deleted this episode where Brother Seth is going line upon line, precept upon precept, showing in the scriptures how African Americans are living out the prophecies that Moses said would happen to the Israelites if they obeyed or if they disobeyed. And I was just going through the curses because no nation, as we know, brothers and sisters, is living out the blessings. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through, I think, uh, 15. So I was going through the, the curses, which is in uh, verses 16 and 20, uh, 16 and 68, 
And like I say so often, anytime I say the word curse, I have to say this, my brother uh, ambassador. Anytime I say the word curse, I have to say not for those households that have served, that are serving the Most High. You can, brothers and sisters, while your nation is going through whatever your nation is going through, and in Israel cases, our people is going through uh, some they're, 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 they're still living fragments of this curse that's been upon them. And I say fragments because the good news is we've served this, this, this Pharaoh for 400 years, talking about America. And I don't believe that the Most High is no longer using this northern army that he called from the north to oppress Israel. He was with them, so to speak, and allowing them and giving them, uh, allowing the enemy to use them to oppress us. I don't think that's what's going on right now because... I think we've been here long enough. I think now is a changing of the guards, and now that's why our young people sound so strange. They're not wanting to work on jobs. They're not. They're looking for the residual income. They're looking for the passive income. They're not taking a whole lot of stuff off our people. And then a lot of them are. Um, uh, they are. They are, are are really, really, really looking for a better life, and they are not playing with white supremacy. But we got a new generation that think completely different than us, and I think it's because it's time for a change. So that brings me to my topic, brothers and sisters, again. That brings me to the topic. Again, African Americans will one day lead the nations to a pure form of worship because African Americans are Israel, and the whole purpose of Israel uh, again, the, uh, the father chose Abraham and said he would bless his seed and make them great among the nations. But he talked about how they were going to captivity and how they would suffer. But he promised Abraham that he would not utterly cast down his people, even when they were was rebellious. So there is a promise that uh, Israel would not be utterly destroyed. Because of their rebellion Alright So Because we are all that We are that nation And I believe we are I believe we will lead The nations back to the father As the nations mock us I mean, Excuse me Mimic us in everything we do It is no secret That African Americans In everything they do their ways are carefully, carefully copied and parodied by other nations throughout the world. And I think it's because America is a powerful country. And uh, I think it's because of where we're at. We own the cameras, so to speak. We own the media, so to speak. And I just feel like the Father positioned uh, us to be in this land uh, because when he does this work with this remnant of us that are going to be obedient to him, the rest of the nations will have access to uh, this obedient remnant of us. So that's what I think is going on. Purcell, any comments on that?
talking about this these Israelites preaching hate and, and speaking about we're under the under the law, putting us back under the law, something we or our forefathers can't keep. I mean, to the perfection of what the Father has called us to do, we can't do it. No one has done it. So we have to be justified by our faith, and because of the righteousness we get from that justification by faith, we are commanded to live a holy life that reflects what has happened to us in the Spirit. So we definitely keep laws and commandments by the Most High. So while Purcell is again trying to log on, I just want to talk about who are these people claiming to be Israel. This is a very old, old identity of African Americans. The further you go back, the more conscious they were of this fact. Our people today have lost their way. Our people today have lost their way. I said our people today have lost their way. They've lost their way. So now we're identifying with any and everything under the sun. We have forgot who we are. So those individuals that are talking about their Israelites and are talking about keeping the law uh, to the degree that you're justified by the law, we distance ourselves from those people. We are those people. We're connected to those people. We love those people. They are our family. But I'm not here to, to put people under a bondage that neither us nor our foreparents, going all the way back to the biblical times could not keep. Neither am I law-driven. Folks, the spirit of the Most High Yah is real. It can inhabit our bodies. It can speak through us. It can manifest those nine gifts of the spirit, including speaking through speaking in tongues. This is not what the Hebrews are like that you Google, you come up with. But there are millions of churches that is never going to make YouTube all over the world I'm talking about that believe that African Americans are Israel. You don't do the research, I understand. You never heard of it, I understand. But Brother Seth, is one of those early voices. I've been doing this since 1988, trying to wake up our people and let them know we are not who we think we are, and we are not who they say we are. We're just not. So, Priscilla, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I think what you should do, my brother, is stay on video and see if you can get a second phone and uh, just call the blog talk number. Then we can hear you and see you. Um, That is the only way I think that will happen. That way you'll come through my phone and we won't get the echo. So, again, if you can hear me, call the number and on the second phone. Maybe uh, you have another phone there that you can borrow Call the number because this is not going to work. So it's either that or you're going to have to get rid of the video and just call the number itself, one or two. 
But I just want to say a few more things while Purcell. While Purcell, like I couldn't hear that. The only way I can hear that is I have to turn on my I have to do this. I have to do this. And so the blog talk family can't hear you. It's quiet in my, in my house, in my room here. I have to turn you on here. And if I unplug this and then, and, 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 and so uh, that's what's going to have to happen. So I don't know what to say, Purcell. So uh, let me let me put let me just, just y'all give us a minute, okay? We're working on it. I'm trying to get the ambassador on. So let's turn him up on my phone. Okay, Purcell, I can hear you now on this, but Blog Talk can't hear you. So go ahead. What was you saying about my uh, idea? No, 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 not, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second, we can't go back to the broadcast yet. We need to know what we're going to do about you not being heard. There's no need to talk if you can't be heard. Okay, you're still on the old computer right now. You, 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 yeah, well, well there's, no need, there's no need to talk in those, what I'm saying, because I promise you, nobody can hear you on block talk. I can hear you, but we got many people on Block Talk. This is Block Talk. Okay. All right, this is what we're going to do, everybody. I'm going to let Purcell work on his other computer. Y'all going to see him, but he, he won't be talking. Y'all bear with me. Bear with us. But uh, this is Block Talk, and, and they can't hear you. So, and then that, see, you guys said Facebook Live is on the 30 days or something like that, and then they delete the video. Blog talk, we can go back here to uh, this show for long in in the future, and they can't hear. So, anyway, I want to finish talking about what I was talking about while Purcell worked on it. So, uh, I want to say this. I want to say this. I've got my notes here, brothers and sisters, and so I'm just looking over my notes. And, again, I want to thank you all for bearing with us as we try to work through this because uh, this is an important show, and I, it's no, it's, it's not Purcell, it's not me, it's the enemy. And uh, it's just the enemy, y'all. And you probably say, oh, it's just technical, that's all. Possibly, but sometimes it's the enemy. Like I said, I had a show that had over 2,000 views. I put so much in that show, and it's gone. So don't, maybe it's not the enemy, but I'm just saying be careful because it very well could be. So, so brothers and sisters, um, I just want to hit a little harder uh, the fact of there are people all over the world that actually believe uh, that African Americans are one of those lost tribes. And I just want this time kind of get on some of the things that was in that broadcast that was erased and that could Again, I think this is what they're afraid of, of what I was talking about in part two, uh, where I was revealing the fact we Israelites. Number one, people think income and and uh, they think these young people think because you know they're talking about passive income or 
or residual income. They think that is the solution. No, that is a solution, though, and we need that bad. We need it. But that is nothing, literally nothing, shouldn't even be in the same conversation with learning your identity. Learning your identity. So, um, because Bill Gates, let's just use him since he got a lot of money and some of y'all are very impressed by him. I'm impressed to some degree by Bill Gates as well. But Bill Gates has an identity. He's always talking about different things he want to do in the world, and that comes from a deep place of identity. I remember I used to get into it with uh, a councilman, at the time councilman, now Senator um, Cecil Thomas in Cincinnati. We had two different philosophies how to help our people. Cecil Thomas in Cincinnati used to talk about how he wanted to go through the community and work with the cops and all of that. And I was talking about this, how our mind ain't right. Now Cecil Thomas is senator, and it may look like, oh, he's doing so much more than you said. I don't want to knock Cecil because what he does, he does well. And if you're going to be a senator, you should be like Cecil Thomas. He's a good man. I applaud what he has done on his on the level he's on. I just have a question for you, brothers and sisters. Do we need more money? Do we need more access at the table? Do we need more? I guess what I'm trying to say is, if black people had more love for each other that comes out of identity, if they had more love, and I'm trying to bring on Purcell again, I see he's still, it's like he's still at the same line. So I'm going to try to bring him on again. Okay, Purcell, do what you did before. Uh, try to come on with a different, um, I'm going to try to get I'm not, and all y'all bear with we both getting kind of frustrated, but he is really trying come on. So I just want to say Cecil and a lot of you think you can vote your way out of our plight in America. A lot of you think you can boycott your way out of our plight in America. A lot of you feel like you're ready to take up arms and you feel like you can fight your way out of our plight in America. If we are who I think we are, none of that's going to work. Because the Bible says Israel would not be able to rise like all the other nations that are able to come into America and rise financially. And I know finances are not the only way of, the only measurement of, of success. But the Bible says that Israel would not be able to rise. And, and money is a part of prosperity. It's funny, African Americans can work for white people and make them super rich and they can go over here and make these people super rich, but they can't come together and build an infrastructure representing the $1.2 billion they say is circulating in the African-American community, which will make them the seventh richest nation in the world. We have a love problem. We have a unity problem. And I think we have a unity problem and a love problem is because we have an identity problem. That's what I was trying to tell Cecil Thomas and WCBG back in the day in Cincinnati. 
I think just where we are right now, if we change how we see ourselves, we will be, we will, number one, we will see ourselves more as a family, and I'm trying to bring on you, Purcell. We will see ourselves more as a family, and I think, uh, Purcell, do what you did before, because Nancy and I can't bring you on, so please do what you did before. We need you on. So, so just go out, sign out, and then try to come back in. And if all else, though, just, brother, let's just try it next time. Call call us on the phone line. We need you. We need your input. We need your wisdom. All right? Again, that's Brother Ambassador Purcell Porsche of Salt Light Kingdom Ministry trying to uh, log on and join me so we can be a united front here, y'all. Bear with us, okay? I'm kind of new to bringing on people. We're trying. So what I'm saying is there was a gentleman that was named Cecil Thompson, you can write on the internet so you can Google Cecil Thompson. He's a senator now. I believe he still is. And Cecil has done a lot for this community. Oh, my God, his rap sheet is long. Well, not rap sheet, but his resume is wrong. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. But my point is we had a difference of opinion, just like I do with many of you. Many of you feel like, Seth, no, we do need to vote. Of course we need to vote. Of course we need to boycott people that mistreat us and all that, but I don't think that's going to resurrect a nation if the fathers say he's not going to allow it until this nation turns to him. You know why? Because this nation represents him. Bible says in Amos, the book of Amos chapter 3, verse 2, of all the nations of the earth you have I known. Israel can't be wealthy and act a fool. He's not going to allow Israel to get the kind of money that they could get. That $1.2 trillion, for instance, that's going through their hands, he can't allow them to grab hold of that because they will become the seventh richest nation. Can you imagine African Americans honing in on that $1.2 billion and the way they're acting right now, what, they would, what it would look like? Can you imagine how many strip clubs will go up? Can you imagine the greed in the churches with if they can get a hold, hold on that money right now? Are people not ready? Somebody may I can hear I can hear some of you and look, if y'all want to comment on what I'm saying, again, call the show. Ericode nine one four two oh five. Five five nine zero. I'm. This is very serious conversation right now. I know we're having the technical difficulties and all that, but brothers and sisters, this is real. This is serious. I do not believe in reparations like a lot of people do. I think we deserve it, and I think we should get it. But I don't think we are. The Father is going to allow Israel to get that kind of wealth that they're talking about. These numbers right here. I mean, think about it. Already going through our hands is $1.2 trillion, and they say they will make us like the seventh. What the economists say? I don't know. I'm not an economist. What they say. But think about that. You see what your young people is about. You see what our young adults is about. You see what our middle-aged people are about, and you see what our old people. I'm not trying to say our whole nation is buffoons. or, or, or you know. I'm saying... There is a part of us that would do well with that money and would empower our people for generations to come. Yes, there is. We have some brilliant, brilliant people 
Yes, we do. And I don't think we're just, because I know how I'm sounding. I probably sound like, bro, you sound talk like we're just dumb, stupid. It's not like that. I just think that other nations can become wealthy and act a fool and do all the things that a lot of people that are, a lot of nations that are, that have done well by the monies they have, they can act up if they want. But for a Jew or an Israelite to be wealthy and act up is a slap in the face because I believe that we as a people are going to always be in churches and always talk about God because that's Israel's innate thing they do. A Jew or an Israelite, if I'm accurate in what I'm saying, us being it, if we're able to become the seventh richest nation, we are going to continue to call out God's name. We're going to continue to call his name and claim him and say, I want to thank God. Our football players do it. It don't matter what these folks are doing. They always want to thank God. And sometimes, I mean, he deserves to be thanked, but they always want to bring God in whatever they do. They could be, you know, a lot of rappers just spew and filth want to get up and want to thank God. God don't have to do with their filth they're preaching and promoting through their lyrics. Every That's what I'm saying. Israelites can't help it. It's going to be in their mouth, the name of God, and they're going to be constantly talking about this higher power, and they're going to constantly be giving him glory to whatever they're doing. So they cannot, cannot be doing any old thing. They're trying to bring on the uh, um, uh, Purcell. I want you to do what you did before. Whatever you did before to come on, brother, I want you to try to come on. Arlene did say, Facebook Live can hear you just fine. But, again, we're simultaneously blog broadcasting with Blog Talk Radio, which is what this is, laying below my camera here so they can hear everything I'm saying and everything coming from this camera to here. They can hear it. And right now we can't hear you on this camera. The only way I can hear you is I have to. All right, there he goes. Let's go ahead and bring on Purcell. All right, Purcell, your line is now open. And uh, go ahead and say hello again to the people quickly. Just, just, are you back? I guess you can. Can you hear me okay? Hello, I can hear you. I can hear you just fine. I cannot, I cannot uh, do the same thing I did from my phone on my computer because it's not giving me that option. So, I'm not able to use my computer, so uh, the only way I'm able to do this is um, the way I'm doing it right now. Um, All right. First of all, folks, so we won't spend no more time. We're just going to have to work on this off the air. We did already, everybody, just so y'all know. Why don't y'all work on it off the air? We did. Yeah. We had problems. So I don't know if it's my phone. Somebody says Apple versus what he's doing. I don't know. But let's continue on the show because that's what people are tuning in to hear. And, again, I want to thank fine. those that's in the chat room there. And Purcell, you, what you have heard, again, I've talked about, I've denounced, not denounced, oh, my Lord, that is not what I meant to say. But I have, uh, so far, some of the things you may have missed, I did talk about how that we are far different from those Israelites that are preaching the law, 
being justified seem like they they kind of say we're not. They kind of say they're not justified by the law, but they talk about keeping the law almost overfalling the Holy Spirit. I have people argue with me like the Holy Spirit, Father, Holy Spirit ain't good enough. You got to keep the law. Not like the Holy Spirit don't know to keep laws. Every law that the Father wants us to. So we're not with that count. We're not with any religion. All right, let's get this straight. Being right. Hebrew Israelite isn't a religion, something you join. African Americans and Israelites, whether you want to accept it or not, you can die right now. I'm not wanting you to die, but you can, you can, whether you live or die, you're Israelite. Your parents are Israelites. Anybody involved in the slave ships and living out all those prophecies, which I believe African Americans are, they're Israelites. T.D. Jacobs is Israelite. Creflo Dollar is Israelite. Michael Jackson was Israelite. James James Brown was Israelite. I mean, all these people Israelite they just didn't know. So you can live and die and never accept it. But I'm telling you, there's some peculiar things that we do and say as a people. We're not like any other people. And if there is another people like us, I mean literally like us, toe-to-toe, they're nothing more than a scattered tribe. Okay, so the the show tonight or the Facebook Live tonight is talking about how in the world is African Americans one day will lead the nations to a pure form of worship. So that's why I had to distance myself from the Israelite preaching the law because some people are born again and they understand the scriptures and they know that is not the way we're gonna go is trying to be justified by the law. They understand the blood of Christ. And there's some people that understand the Holy Spirit and the nine gifts of the Spirit and the working of the Spirit and even tongues. I'm, I'm talking as though I got it all together. I don't. I keep telling y'all that I don't. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm not about to go back to Egypt, so to speak. The Holy Spirit is real. And these Israelites, these young people that Facebook, not Facebook, uh, YouTube, and I don't know, probably Facebook too, I don't know, but they're pushing these young people. They're making that the face of the Hebrew Israelites and, and acting like they're a terrorist group and acting like they're this or that. I'm not with them people. Now, if they want to call me a terrorist because I say we are Israelites, then I guess I am. But that is not, uh, 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 I am not about to take our people backwards. We believe we're Israel. We don't think we better nobody. We think, I believe, that one day we're going to get our act together because of people just like myself. And, and ambassadors that believe. So, Priscilla, uh, what say you? Here's, here's, here's one thing that I want to say, uh, based on what you were just saying. Um, I also I want to make sure that we make this point as well. You can be Hebrew Israelite and not be his. You can be Hebrew Israelite and not be his. Okay, let me let me explain that. Okay, you can be Hebrew Israelite and not be born again. Amen. Now, here's what I have to here's this is important, y'all. Okay? You must be born again. This is what I'm running into when I talk to those um, dogmatic, if you will, um, Hebrew Israelites that say, I, I even work with one who says, white people will never be saved. The Bible said white people will never be saved. 
I said, brother, the only way somebody won't be saved is if they don't accept Christ. That's the only way. So what I'm running into is a lot of information, but no revelation. I'm going to say that again. They have a, a, a plethora of information, and it's good information. Don't get me wrong. It's good information. Why? Because it's the word and the history, history behind the word. They have a they have that thing on lock. The laws, like Seth was saying, and all of that. They have all of that on lock, but they never mention the Holy Ghost. They never mention the power. Of the Holy Ghost They never mention The purpose Of the Holy Ghost So in other words what happens is You get a lot of information Without love There's no love In the In the information shared I remember a movie Chris Rock did. I can't think of the name of the movie right off the top of my head, but there was a it was he was running for office, and he was running against this politician whose slogans was "God bless America" and "No place else." This is how those Hebrew Israelites sound: "God bless us and nobody else." Is what is what they're saying. I'm hearing it every day at work, right? So we have to be really careful. But it's important for us to know that we are Hebrew. We are Israel. We are God's chosen people. We are God's chosen generation. If you want to see it a little closer, Seth referenced... Uh, Deuteronomy 28. Look at Deuteronomy 28. And Deuteronomy 28 is not the only place in Scripture that um, verifies who we are. But it's the most common place, and it shows us the most common characteristics that only when you read it, you know that only the people of color, the, the, the black people, Israel, you know it's of a surety is talking about you. Okay? So, I mean, like he said, if, whether you receive it or not, you Israel. I mean, you Israel, whether you receive it or not. But it's only going to benefit us to know, and it, and and it's once and once we accept this revelation and partner it or marry it to the necessary information that we will benefit as a nation. 
Otherwise, we will be we will continue to be as one, beating the air. Amen. Amen. We will be we will continue to be as one, just beating the air or shadow boxing, and not hitting nothing. Right? Or we will continue to be going after one another rather than going after the enemy. Amen to that. Amen. What yeah. Whether you know it or not, the Bible said that the enemy is going to and fro, walketh about, the scripture says, seeking whom he may devour. And as long as you reject the revelation of Christ and him crucified in us, with us, and through us, as long as you continue, reject the dominion that we were given, the authority that we uh, flow after, we will, we will be a defeated people. We are by nature, I'm talking about Israel, we are by nature an influential people. My wife and I were talking just the other day, and we, she said, she said something to me. She, this is what she said. She said, babe, she said, I don't know where this world would be without black people. And all I could think about was Matthew chapter 5, verse number 13. Ye are the salt of the earth. And if the salt, listen to how this is worded now. This is important. If the salt lose his favor. Man, I, I stress that every time I read that scripture, because oftentimes we read scripture too quickly, too fast, and we read right over the revelation that's hidden in there. The scripture said, if the salt, I'm going to say it like this, if Israel lose sight of Whose they are Then Who Will be able To Lead The nation And I think Purcell The reason What you said is important And you stay on the mic Because I like it I've spoken enough, and then we'll let you go a little bit more. We'll take a little break here. Brothers and sisters, Purcell is profoundly right. We're not, it's not to say that whites don't have salt, because a lot of our white brothers and sisters have the Most High and the Holy Spirit, that Ruach HaKadosh, and they are a force to be reckoned with. Not them, per se, but the Most High in them. So we ain't on that again. I want you all to understand the spirit of the title. 
I know that title is rubbing some of y'all the wrong way. Like, brother, holler, African Americans gonna lead anything. They can't even lead themselves. They all got all this crime and all these shooting. Where are you? What, what earth y'all living on? They're this and they're that. You, you know, all this craziness. Folks, number one, that's not African American. Not the nation. That's a lot of our young people. And every nation got issues. So a lot of our young people are going to malls, robbing in groups. I see it. I see them. I see them. I see them. I see them. But these same folks have a cell phone, and they can get knowledge that fast. There's trends. They can they can just date. And a lot of times, I understand what some of the trends, but sometimes they can learn things. A lot of our young people, those that are fired up and do know this truth, they are something else. So don't let the news media fool you. Don't get caught up in Instagram and Twitter and looking at all these young people acting fool and these same old videos going over and over and over. That's not the face of the nation. But I do think we're in trouble because we lack who we are. Absolutely. Seth, can I interject real quick? Go right ahead. Listen. I wanted to say also, listen, when you were talking about the young people who have who have grabbed a hold of this thing and just kind of took off with it running kind of willy-nilly, if you will, I think, I think a lot of them were looking for an opportunity. Some of these, these Hebrew Israelites that are dogmatic, let me say it like that, um, and are not walking after the spirit. Um, that's another thing. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm all over the place, but it's so much packed into this. It's so much to unwrap, okay? Because um, leave, and, and I think I said this in part, but they often leave out the spirit of God. They don't yeah. reverence or reference the spirit of God. All they tend to harp on, all they tend to harp on is the law, is the law and not the lawgiver. And and that's error. Um, And I think uh, a lot of these young people were looking for an excuse. Operate in reverse racism. Exactly. Anger, right. Anger. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's not and and the the the, the interesting thing is that's not us. That's Absolutely. not us. I I remember growing up as a youngster in high school, I had a white girlfriend. And she could come over to our house at will. And my mother did not have an issue with it once so whatsoever. But here's but listen to this. I could not go to her house. Absolutely. He's right. I could not. I could not. It wasn't that she didn't want me to, could not go to her house. She had to hide the fact that she was in a relationship with me. 
she had to hide the fact that she was in a relationship with me. But my mother, my friends, my family, they were all very accepting. They would say something like, oh, you got yourself, got you a little snow bunny, huh? <laughs> I mean, it was a little jokey joke, but I mean, they wasn't dogging her out. None of that. Me, if I tried to go to her house, my life was in danger from her father. And let's, so get, this, as, let's get this straight. Finish, Purcell. Finish, but let me just interject quickly, real quick. He's right. And it wasn't that our parents wanted us to be with white people because they hated themselves. Sometimes there was some self-hate on our behalf. It's always been there. But a lot of times our parents wanted us to be with people that looked like them, but they was open. Go ahead, brother. Right, right, right. They didn't harp on that. They didn't harp on that. It was, I know back back then, it was like, I'm just glad he liked girls. Well, let me say this you just know, so because we don't spend too much time on that, because I think people understand how we are forgiving people. We know that, and I think they know that too. But let me say this, per se. I want your comment on something. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do. They think no. that we lazy. They think we mean. They it, it's always, it always points back to the angry black woman, the angry black man. They think we're overly aggressive. I don't think they know that we're really a loving and kind people. I don't think they, they know that, or they might not want to know that we are fun-loving people. No, I think this, just hear me out. I, I, I'm going to let you finish because uh, uh, I want to hear you out on this one. I think whites need to say those things you just said negative about us. They need, not all whites, and I don't want to keep saying it, brothers and sisters. There's always exception to the rule. Normally, Purcell says oh, those words. I'm going I'm to I'm be Purcell. I'm going to take it from his mouth. Normally, he says there's always an exception to the rule. There's always an exception to the rules. Always. There's all kind of whites that they do have that spirit of Christ. Let's get that straight. But what I'm saying is I think a lot of whites need us to be a boogeyman to deal with how they treated us. Yeah, I I heard an old lady say this once. They almost need us to be a boogeyman. It's a need to deal with their humanity because if you mistreat a people that is forgiving as we've been, it just gives you low self-esteem. And they're human beings. That's why I tell you, white ain't no devil. And that's another reason I distance myself from these Hebrew Israelites. We don't believe that at all, at all. White folks, the devil. No, the devil is the devil. So I think a lot of whites, because they are human beings, those that are operating in deception, and they have done so much wrong, and in order to be able to look themselves in the mirror and feel good, because everybody, that's a key need we all have. We want to feel good about ourselves. And you can't outsmart your conscience. So I think a lot of whites, dabble and allow other whites to say negative things about so-called black people to deal with how they treat them. Go ahead, Priscilla. 
Yes, I I actually agree with that. I agree with that because it it, it in turn gives them an excuse, you know, to or 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 uh, false justification, if you will. So, like I said, there's a whole lot to unpack concerning this. Uh, surrounding this topic Um, I think it's a sad sad day in the body of Christ when we still have that that dividing line of racism uh, as it relates to uh, kingdom so called kingdom citizens well let me say this let me me say this because again I want to ask you some questions here, because we have put out a title, African Americans Will One Day Lead the Nations to a Pure Form of Worship. If it is true what Purcell, the ambassador right here on the line, and again, we want to thank you for tuning into our Five Smooth Stone Network, and we're broadcasting on two conduits, Facebook Live and Blog Talk. Radio again. Thank you for tuning into the Five with Song Network. I have on the line Brother Purcell Porsche of Salt Light Kingdom Ministries, and I'm Brother Seth. We put out African Americans will one day lead the nations to a pure form of worship. I said early in the show description, Africans uh, tune in to see how, how what, how African Americans will lead the nations back to a pure form of worship. I went on to say African Americans can't be who they say they are. It's just impossible. It's impossible. How can we be something that we sit around and vote on to say? African Americans. And I went on to say African Americans can't be who others say they are. We can't be who the world call us. We can't let slave ships and, well, let's just call them Negroes or let's call them any of these bywords. The Bible says you be called a byword. We can't be it. We can't be the names we wear. Turner, Smith, Johnson can't be that name. Those names have nothing to do from where the people, where they took us from, there's no names like it over there. You don't think the Father loved us enough? To reveal who we are, all this praying, all this fasting, all this trying to love your neighbors per se was saying, we are forgiving people. They know that. Everybody know that. Like Farrakhan say, we are a decent people. The only harm we do is to each other. Yeah. So... I went on to say there are reasons for their plight in America. There are reasons for their collective destruction. And there are reasons for their rise. There are reasons they must rise. And they are rising. That's why I say there are reasons for their rise. We are rising. They're no better or less than any other people. But there are those... I went on to say, who believe 
they have a mandate as a nation to shift to holiness. There are those who believe they are the people of Zion, a.k.a. Israel, who were given the world stage, which means America, to shift all worship back to the Elohim of their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. So, first, I want you to come in. We're going to take a little short break. When we get back, we're going to get into that a little deeper. Again, on these Facebook Lives, I've been talking about different prophecies that we're fulfilling, that the Bible says that Israelites or the Jews would fulfill. Hopefully, by now, y'all at least can kind of see that we're not cuckoo. But I want to talk about the influence already of this movement on our globe. Because I think some of y'all think this is small and said, to, you know, I like him. He's a nice guy. I work with him. Or he's my neighbor. Or he's my uncle. Or he's my dad. Or And I think y'all like me. Or you like Purcell, the ambassador Purcell here on the line. You like him. But you don't believe it. You just something to do tonight. Folks, this is major. This is the essence of who you are in the flesh. Now, again, who you are in the spirit trumps anything we can be in the natural. We understand that. But like I've said so often on my previous Facebook Live, and we're coming to you, Purcell, what I've said is this. Yes, who we are in Christ trumps anything we can be in the flesh. But some people still need to know of the glory we had in the flesh or we have in the flesh. They still need to know we, who we are as Israelites for many reasons. One of them is the Father looked like he's picking on us. We're at the bottom of every single aspect of life. You think that's a coincidence? Our young people do not want to do church for the most part. There are some in church, but a lot of your young people, it's far, far more young people out of church than in church. It's irrelevant to them. So once they find out who they are, really, really find out with proof. We have scientific proof, not just biblical proof. And there's common sense of where that region of the world were and how... It's impossible that the people in Israel today that say they are Jews are the Jew, the true Jews of the Bible. According to just the just just reason of the sun and melanin. So I want to get some final words from Purcell. Not final words, but a few words, and then we're going to take a little short break, and we're going to come right back. But, folks, this is serious. This is the theft of your very birthright. So when we come back, we're going to talk about why and how is it that African Americans can lead the people back to the Most High. It shouldn't be that hard to believe because African Americans is leading the world in some foolishness. Right. African got right. got the world twerking. African Americans got the world like like Purcell C. and already nailed. Now I don't have to bring it up. They're following us in all kind of ways. Why wouldn't you think they wouldn't follow us? To the throne of the Most High. Why would well, you? Well, it's like you said. Hello. Go ahead. It's like you said. Uh, many of many of them are already following us 
um, in worship. In worship, you have more um, charismatic, and I don't mean that as an, in a negative way. It just means we have we have flavor. Now there are some charismatic hustlers, right? Yes. Uh, but I'm talking about the charismatic people who are uh, just have the flavor. Of the Holy Ghost And they flow in the spirit We have more White preachers like that We used to have preachers Who used to want to do that Like uh, Rob Parsley Rob Parsley Used to like to flow Like he was a, a black man And it was Superficial but then you have people like um, That's Arlene That's my wife's old pastor y'all by the way Arlene used to go there in Columbus, Ohio Okay I didn't know that Anyway um, You have people like uh, What is her name uh, Paula Oh man not, Paula not Paula. No not Paula uh, You know Paula did Paula did try to flow in that African American charisma. She did. She had a huge African American following too. Tell my Paula White. Think, huh? I was just letting know who we were talking about. We saying Paula's Paula White. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely not her. But well, she did try to let's flow. Take a, let's take a quick little break, and then we're gonna nail this down for time sake. We at. Technicality ate up so much, and y'all, we're gonna have him on. I want y'all to be looking at him when he talks. It's just a better show that you see Purcell. So we apologize for what happened earlier, but you can hear him. He, he I told y'all, Purcell, the ambassador Purcell Purcell is no joke, and I appreciate him always in Salt Lake Kingdom Ministry being online tonight. We're gonna take a quick, quick little break. This song is talking about how Zion. Get in the spirit of what this is saying. This song is actually what birthed in me this show. I'm very serious. I got to sing this song, and it's talking about how this place and remembrance of this place is calling us, Zion or Israel, is calling us to a higher dedication, a higher place of praise. Sing upon the mountain. And the mountain, don't get too spooky. Mountain just means whatever your platform is. It could be your job. Wherever you're at as a people of God, it's just saying Zion. It's it's like Israel is singing to themselves and they're saying their homeland is calling them to a higher devotion to the Most High. But then at the second part of the song, it talks about whatever we are, whatever, whatever we become, we give it to him. See if y'all understand it. Again, Zion is calling. And this actually from that same church, Brother Purcell. This is going back to Rob Parsley's church. This is his old praise and worship. It's kind of an old song. But get into the spirit of I like the I like the rhythm of it. Y'all, I'm very serious. Listen to this song and think about how the Israelites, when they were scattered out the four corners, they did long. The Bible talks about it, how they longed to go home. 
this is not our home in America. Zion is our home. So this song is just saying, Zion is calling me to a higher place of praise, to stand up on my mountain, on my soapbox, or your job, or, or our blog, and magnify his name, to tell all the nations. I told you and inspired this show. To tell all the nations, like we're supposed to be doing in the first place, and every people that he reigns, Zion is calling for a higher place of praise. And he goes on to say in the second half, like awesome. I said, yes, Priscilla, you've heard that song? Absolutely. That's an awesome song. And then so it's the second part of the song. Yeah. What did you say? You just took me back with that song. I had forgot all about that song. Yeah. But that song is part, very fitting. Absolutely. It's for the topic tonight. Absolutely. absolutely. In the second part of the song, he goes on to say, it become my highest praise. Higher than our fleshly identity. It becomes our highest praise, though, when all that I am, which is the Israelite, submit to who you are, basically. Anyway, we'll be right back again. You're tuned to the Five Stone Network, and I thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. I told you all Priscilla going to have some for you, didn't I? Well, you ain't seen none yet. Wait till we come back. We're going to be swinging. We'll be right back, brothers and sisters.
little bit of that. Uh, well, all of that. <laughs> Again, you're tuned to the Fossil Soul Network. I'm Brother Seth, and we have on the one and only Purcell Perche Ambassador, Purcell Perche. And uh, we're talking about this nation that the Bible calls the perfection of beauty. Show no Israel was called that. The perfection of beauty. The joy of the whole earth. Chama, that was in the scriptures. There was no nation like them. How can somebody be the perfection of beauty? And it goes on to say the joy of the whole earth. Well, because the Most High was their leader. <laughs> when they would go to war, I said this in previous Facebook Lives. I've got to go back and listen to all my Facebook Lives. But, and I'm not being, I don't mean that in a down, um, i got to watch how I talk sometime when I'm in a hurry. I don't mean that in a, like, I know everything. But I'm saying, I go over a lot of these scriptures. And I mentioned it already, how that when Israel went to war, in some places, if, you know, it depends on whether or not the neighbor, whether it was, would they go to war with neighbors or somebody far off. If they went with someone that was a far off, they could spare some of them. But if they went to war with somebody close, uh, Ambassador Perche, if they went to war with neighboring nations, they had to kill all of them because the father knew that they would be a thorn in their flesh, and they're going to end up killing them anyway, so he just figured, you know, wipe them out. Now, keep in mind for y'all, so hollering about Yahweh Israel was a bloodthirsty God. That's not true. Israel wanted a king, and the father said, no, I want to be your king. Israel wanted a king. They went back and forth, and finally the father just said, okay, you can have a king. So that's when all the bloodshed started when people, because these kings was just losing wars, and sometimes Israel was, Israelites was dying for no reason, et cetera, et cetera. So, no, he wasn't a bloodthirsty God. It was the mankind's choice for a king for the most part. But anyway, they mixed, when they were, go to neighbors, when they go to war with neighbors, a neighboring nation, not neighboring nation, but nations that was far off, you know, away from their homeland, when they would fight nations away from their land, they knew they wasn't going to be in their land because they was heading to Zion, heading to the nation where the fathers would take them. So when they would be war with these nations that was far from Israel, so to speak, they could take the women, they could spare the women and the children, and the women were to shave their heads for 30 days so they can mourn for those men that they had just lost. When Israel would, again, defeat a nation that was far off, far from Israel, they could take the women and the children, but the men, of course, they killed. These women was allowed to shave, they all commanded to shave their head for 30 days and to mourn their husband. Also, probably so they wouldn't look desirable to the Israeli men and just defeated their country. Those women mourned for 30 days, and after 30 days, they was to determine what then, then it was determined whether or not they would want to be that man's concubine or that man's wife. So i got a question for you, Brother Purcell, Ambassador. What do you think the Israeli men pick? you think they pick the beautiful women to be concubine and wives, or you think they picked women that wasn't that desirable? What do you think? What do I think? Um, hey, well, let me see. I 
And while he's thinking, that scripture is found in Lamentation 2.15 and Psalms 15.2 where it talks about Israel was the perfection of beauty. And people say, oh, that wasn't just physical. Yes, it was. It was It was in every way. That's diet because the most I told what to eat. I think yeah. the most beautiful women, because those persons get ready to tell us, that men is going to choose choose the most beautiful women. I'm sure, and and, and the way they get money. Go ahead, yourself. Absolutely. I mean, I mean by nature, a man's going to choose what he believes to be the pick of the litter. You know, um, and the first, the first uh, thing that we are for the Purcell. Hold on a second. I know you're in the middle of saying something, but Elsie Chris Jr. just popped in, and he's another one of our co-hosts. I want to see if he has trouble getting on. Just hold on a second. Uh, Pastor Chris, if you don't want to join us, let me know in the chat room. Otherwise, I'm going to come to you because I invite everybody on. Uh, I invite whenever I do these Facebook Lives for the, uh, my co-hosts if they want to come on. And so I don't know if he wants to or not. So, Priscilla, you go ahead and talk. But Alcy, Chris, uh, just know I'm trying to get you on, brother. Okay, so just know that. Go ahead, brother Purcell. Okay, we definitely. Well, I was I was saying that we are definitely going to pick what we believe to be the pick of the litter. Um, to me, that just makes sense. I mean, that's what I would do. Uh, that's what I would do in my natural mind. Let alone. In my my spiritual mind, absolutely. So, yeah, to me that just makes sense. You know, that's or I would even endeavor to say that's common sense, right? Um, yeah, because she ultimately is a representative. That's my wife. That's why my wife is beautiful. My wife is beautiful inside and out, you know, and that was that was on purpose. Why? Because she is a reflection of me, right? As her leader, she is a reflection of me. So, absolutely, I'm going to be after the pick of pick of the litter. It just makes sense. That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, uh, uh, Brother uh, Elsie Chris Jr., I think I see you. I don't see your face, though. If you're on, go ahead and kind of get into the camera, brother, and we'll bring you on. Uh, but I definitely see the cameras, your camera's on, but it's just really dark. Brother Purcell, I just want to say to yeah. you, man, uh, that right there is what I was trying to say. This is the reason why Lamentation 2 and 15 and Psalms 15 and 2 calls Israel the perfection of beauty. I want to just say this really quickly. The Bible says in Jeremiah 16 and 16, and y'all, I want to hear some scriptures per se, and I want you to kind of, I'm going to go a little fast for time's sake because the technical difficulties kind of ate up so much of our time. And I wanted to because we're always getting new, new callers, new listeners. And I know we sound kind of cuckoo. I, I can imagine what some of y'all are thinking, uh, you know, so I want to just nail this down with some scripture as to, yes, African-Americans one day 
woolly nation back to the Most High. It's true. You can't look at what YouTube is sanctioning as black people or what Facebook is allowing for certain things to go forward. Now, they erase a video of mine. It had 2,000 views, my most listened to Facebook Live. And if Facebook, you did do that, I again, and Purcell, I want you to agree with me on this. I speak a curse in the name, and as Yeshua himself, I speak a curse. I speak in his name. A curse upon anybody that, if it's not YouTube, whoever is involved with the erasing of that program, kingdom business, what the most hobbly put in me, serious stuff to help resurrect thousands. I speak a curse to you and that you know that you're cursed. It happens. It's, it's it's in such a way that you know that things are not going well because you tamper with God's people. Yeah. Yeah. Bible says, "Whatsoever we bind upon this earth is done also in heaven, and whatsoever we loose on this earth is also loosed in heaven." So I alone, I take my authority and my power, and I claim that. I seize the power to define. Or we as Israelites, or we as the people of God, seize the power to define. And we curse you if you had a hand in erasing that show. And Brother Seth is going to do another show, and I may do a part three. See, I just had one other show, part one and part two. They left part one per se, but they destroyed part two. That was my most listened to show. So because of that, I'm thinking of doing two more shows. So when y'all see me with the black on, that's when I'm going through those prophecies about how we Israel. And it's a very pointed show. It's just me going scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture, talking about how to set our young people with that. Scripture after scripture after scripture. And I tell, I present it like this, Purcell. I hold my hands up like this. And I say, we got a trial going on. African Americans is over here and the Israelis are over here. And I talk about love and respect for these ladies, but how did I just, in my Bible study, I'm not hating, it's no anti-Jew, nothing. I have the freedom of speech, and I'm saying with my freedom of speech, I disagree that these people are living out these scriptures. So I start talking about what is going to happen to Israel young men. And I say, who does that fit? Our young men or their young men? I talk about what the priests of Israel, those people that was going to be put over Israel, are the Jews as their preachers and their the, the, their clergy. And the Bible talks about how Israelites are the Jews' clergy with that. And I say, look at how our preachers act and look how the people that call themselves Jews, how they uh, rabbis act. You tell me. They call them rabbi, I just mean preacher. And I go and talk about general characteristics the Bible said was going to be up on Israel. And I say, who fits that, us or them? And then I talk about our wives. It talks about how Israel or the Jewish women would act when they go into captivity. I say, look at our women and look at their women. Who lives it out? 
I talk about the physical characteristics that the Bible says is going to be on the Jews or the Israelites. And I say, who wears that? Who look like that? Us or them? So I go through all of these areas where we are living out these scriptures, and they erase the show. That's why I say, along with Brother Purcell, Purcell, and the heavens, we bind prosperity in your life if you are tampering with the kingdom of God and his truth going forward. I should do it because that's evil. I'm not cursing what you've done good. If you did it out of ignorance and you don't know, then I can't speak a curse. But if you know this is the truth and you are trying to muzzle the truth, I'll speak a curse to you and your household. Amen. But what say ye on that before I start getting scriptures? I second the motion. I second the motion because that really is pure deep evil. However, this is what I recognize, Seth. I recognize that it is going to take, I believe, their people to start shouting from the rooftop this truth. Absolutely. And I, think, I think in large part this is beginning to happen. You have a lot a lot, a lot of our white brothers and sisters who are sharing this. It's actually, actually, it's one, um, it's one pastor on, I believe it's either Instagram or uh, TikTok. I can't remember right now, but he always prefaced this truth to his congregation by saying. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I don't care because it's the truth is what he said. And he begins to share this truth that we're talking about tonight. He starts and he shares it unapologetically. I cannot think of this man's name to save my life. And he's a white man. It's lots of them. You're right. It's lots of them. But that's what's beginning to happen. It's beginning to come out. It's beginning to come out. And that is partly how we are going to lead the nation. Truth will go out before us and make the crooked path straight. And they will begin to see and hear. See, what God's going to do is God, well, actually what God is doing, and I'm speaking this prophetically, but what God is doing is he's giving ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. I believe he's giving them ears to hear. I believe he's circumcising their ears. So that they can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the body of Christ. This is what this is the Lord's doing. This is the Lord's doing. The way we're going to lead the nations is it's the Lord's doing. 
not only do they have to have circumcised ears, if you will, or ears to hear, we also, we can't be so arrogant that we miss the voice of God. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. Because we can walk in the arrogance of, I'm Israel. How dare you? We can walk in the very arrogance that they display and miss the voice of God. We are destined. We are predestined to lead the nation. We have been predestined for the well, hold before. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you probably just heard the little operator go 90 seconds. For those of you that's listening on Blog Talk Radio, remember, maybe you don't know it, but you got to call the phone number now because we only contracted to 10 o'clock Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. Now, we are going to roll over, uh, so it, 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 but it's going to cut off for you at 10 o'clock. They do allow us to roll over, but online, if you clicked on the link and you're listening that way, you're going to cut off in in about 60 seconds, she just said. So if you're listening online, you didn't call a phone number, you're going to be cut off. So here's a better idea. Why don't you just go to my Facebook Live, and you can listen on Facebook Live that way. Or you're going to have to wait until the show goes off and listen after the show is recorded. Brothers and sisters, we are Recording this show, it will be available on Blog Talk Radio uh, after the show. Again, you want to Google Five Stone Blog Talk Radio, and then the first result, go click on that, and you should see this uh, this uh, show again entitled uh, "How the African Americans um, Will Lead the Nations to uh, Pure Form of Worship." Okay, just have to say, Priscilla. Sorry about interrupting. Now you got ten okay. seconds. Oh, go ahead, brother. Okay. We we are we are the salt of the earth, y'all. It's it's as simple as that. We're the salt of the earth. Um, and it is it is through us. Say what you want, but it's through us. If my people. My people, if my people, he said, if my people who are called by my name, right? Amen. That's a specific people. That's, that's not that's everybody. The, that, say that again. You're right. That's not everybody. It's not even the body of Christ because, yeah. I mean, every nation one called by his name. You know? That's right. Every nation right. won't call by his name. They can come to him, but every nation won't call by his name. Yeah. He'll accept anybody, but that's not a nation. There's all kind of nations yeah. against the most. That's why it's the type of thing Abraham in the first place. The whole earth, there was no nation. So he said, I'm going to bless your nation. And he called the nation is to come out of Abraham by his name. Yeah. Now, those people say, oh, that's the church, yeah. but the church is not necessarily the nation of Israel. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, that's Here, good. That's right? a great, that is a great point. 
Because remember, remember I said earlier in the show how I talked about you can be Israel and not be his. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, so that's a great point to make. Um, so listen, people of God. People of God, there's, this is, like Seth said earlier, this is a serious matter. This is a serious matter. There's a lot that hinges on this truth. There's a lot as it relates to the body of Christ that hinges on this truth. There's a lot that um, 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 this I'm, I'm trying to. I'm having a difficult time articulating what I'm what I'm thinking in my mind. But we have got we have literally got to get serious about the things of God. Um, it's time out for the squabble over the fact that we're the people of God, because like Seth said, they know already. They already know who we are. They really do. I remember, um, and I'm going to say this briefly, but I remember uh, Seth sharing a story with me about when he was in Israel and how uh, they respond to to, uh, the dark-skinned people in Israel or Israel in Israel. I remember him talking about how they respond when – when we walk up to the Wailing Wall. Absolutely. I remember Absolutely. that very vividly, Seth, when you shared that with me, how they literally stopped in their tracks. Yeah. And, and really kind of just stare in awe. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. let me... Let me hit that a little bit, Priscilla, because I'm I, I'm glad. That's why I'm glad I'm glad you're on. You think of stuff I never think about. Priscilla is right, and I want him to finish, but I want to hit that really quickly. I've taken people to Israel many times. I've been to Israel 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, and 2008, and I've taken many people, and it's amazing how the Israelis respond when we show up now they dress like Hebrews of old the people I see in Demona and there's people that come all over the world to visit these people these 3,000 people that left America in 1967 and went to Israel make this real short because I want to finish when we when they dress I don't dress like them I'm a kind of a oddball I believe we Israel, but I just don't dress like that. Probably because I wanted to fit a certain way. I don't know. When I first went, they made me dress like that. They gave me a nice outfit, and it was really nice. I, if I could wear that outfit, I probably would. But I just never took the time out to, to order and dress. Anyway, when we go to the Wailing Wall, there are people wailing, which means you know they rock at the Wailing Wall. 
and they will be rocking and looking at, uh, out of us out of the corner of the eye. And they will see us on tours and try to hear what our tour guide is saying. I've seen people leave their tour, as long as they can see them. They don't want to get lost. But they will let, let us to our tour guide and leave their tour. But this one, young people don't, young people keep it real. And this young little white gentleman, he was wailing, but he wasn't at the wall. You don't always rock. And the whole rocking at the wall, y'all don't really know about the history of that. It'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind if you ask why they rocking at the wailing wall. It, you, you would just be, you'd be like, I can't believe it. I don't believe that. You need to find out why they even wear the garb they wear. They're copying. When you're They're talking about the culture. They're copying off cultures. When they came, people wore things on their head. And so they didn't want to be talking about they the Jews and not had on their head and everybody else wearing it. So they start wearing Y'all, you got to see. I don't want to, I don't want to, because people are going to say, oh, you've been anti-Semitic. It's just knowledge. You got to know and do the research. But the rocking has to do with the rocking of black people when they're praying. Lord, help us, Lord. Oh, Lord, uh, yeah, Lord. And rocking, that's where they got that from. Where do white people rock like they anywhere else in the world? Well, the Jewish wow. people. And all that come out of people that was... Uh, y'all got to understand, King Bulan, years ago, who was the president or the leader of the Khazari Empire, which was the largest white empire, kind of like Russia was at one point, huge empire. Every nation around this nation called Khazari had a religion. King Bulan wanted his people to have a religion so they could be respected. But he didn't want them to become Jews. I mean, he didn't want them to become Christians or Muslim because they were fighting at each other. So he adopted Judaism practiced by dark-skinned people in roundabout region. Look it up, Khazaria, Khazaria, K-H-A-Z-A-R. The 13 tribe by Arthur Kessler have been up under attack. People said, oh, read the 13th tribe. But it's not just Arthur Kessler, or Kessler, some people say it, pronounce it that both ways. It wasn't just his book. A lot of you have talked about, it's almost like this. You've got to understand who you're talking about. You're talking about white-skinned people. White-skinned people are not origin, origins or the indigenous people of any land. I, that's not hatred. That's not hatred. This show, Brother Ambassador Purcell Porchese goes by these days, and Brother Seth, myself, we lovers. Well, preach hate. Miss us with the hate. How can a recessive gene of white skin be the indigenous people of the land? Every indigenous land First of all, you got to go to Africa, which was a mother of everything. These were very dark-skinned people. And they began to migrate. Those were indigenous people. Once their black foot touched the different soils, 
They were the indigenous people. No light-skinned, white, albino kind of skin, which were dark-skinned people, was us. So how can I be preaching hatred when I believe it was the same human being the Father made in the garden out of that same dark skin? How can albinos that come from that? That's the only way you get white skin. It's the same people. We're the same people. So how are you going here hating that? There was no indigenous white skin anywhere. I know y'all understood what I just said. That's just science. But like Purcell was saying, when we come to Israel, the look on their face is almost like this. Why are they here? Do they know? It's like they want to know, do they know yet? It's all—it's the body language. Why are you worried about people at the Wailing Wall if you're the people of God and, and this is your land? It shouldn't matter who comes to your wall. It's the way we're dressed. And we're very loving. The two guys... In Israel, they make sure we're loving. Purcell, I just, I know I can't interrupt you there, but I just got to, I had to tell them. Um, but I, I did mention about the one little boy, this young guy, this could be maybe 20. He was wailing. He was kind of rocking, but he wasn't at the wall. But he kept stepping closer and closer to us. Purcell, you, I wish you could have been there. Man, I wish my friends could see stuff like this. So this young boy, I'm thinking, do he know we see him? He was rocking, y'all. I'm on video, so y'all can see me there, right, rocking. So he would look like that. He would pray. He had this little Bible. True story. This ain't no hatred. He's rocking, looking at his Bible. He'd look over at us, and he would walk closer. This, they'd be dying to know what we're saying. If something is true, you can prove it more than one way. A lot of y'all don't believe in the Bible no way. Probably just go to Israel and see what we're talking about. Have the people in Demona to show you around. Don't go no tour guide that's going to hide black people. Go on a tour like the people in Demona are going to show you the land. Israel is 17% occupied. 83%, I think I got that right, 83% empty. Our tour guide says this, Purcell. Israel is the only land that's really empty, 17%. And African-Americans, he said, I told you guys, say, Israel is the only land without a people. 17%, y'all. Israel is the only land without a people. And African-Americans are the only people without a land. Purcell, finish your point, and I want to just quickly uh, try to bring this to a close. Got to wrap up here. Actually, Seth, you actually made my point. Uh, so if you had something else you wanted to move into, um, I'm open for that. But you you pretty much summed my point up. Um, I'm convinced. I, I don't, I don't, I don't need any convincing anymore. Um, let me make this point real quick for the listeners who are on the line. Um, I want you all to know that when Seth and I first got cool, you know, uh, it, was, it was many years ago, 
um, we became buddies. And uh, at that particular time, um, I was not uh, on board. I wasn't on board with this, and I had not even given it really a second thought. But over the years, uh, I began to, for myself, and the the um, the evidence was overwhelming. The evidence was overwhelming just from Deuteronomy 28 alone. Why do I keep referencing Deuteronomy 28? Because I admonish you, man, to go back and take a look at it. Go back and look at it. It's all in there. Everything that we're, we, we've gone through and everything that we're going through. I read a scripture one time, and interestingly enough, I have not been able to find this scripture again. Uh, and I shared this scripture with Seth before. I read a scripture. I don't know if it's in Deuteronomy or not. But the scripture essentially said, and I'm paraphrasing. The scripture essentially said that mothers will talk to their children like they hate them. And when I saw that, my mind went immediately back to the bus stop. Matter of fact, we were in a store one time. And this mother was talking to this this baby couldn't have been more than five. He he couldn't have been more than five years old, and he was all kind of mfers, and he wasn't asking, he wasn't gonna be asking, get on my GD nerve, and man, I'm telling you, the way she talked to that child, me and my wife was looking at you like, wow. But now, my wife didn't know that I had read this scripture years ago. And when I saw this happening, I said, man, this is the word being acted out right in front of me. My mind went back to the grocery store. And mama's dragging the little, dragging the little girl, calling her a little B. Get your A up. Get your A over here. You little B, you get on my nerves. And I'm thinking, man, this child got a, is three. This baby is three. And I'm thinking, the whole time when I see stuff like that, I'm thinking, this is the scripture being lived out right in front of me. This is Israel. We, me and my wife actually made it a little jokey joke, for real. Because when we would see us acting a fool, my wife would say, because, see, my wife wasn't on board right away either. I had, to, I had to school her about it. So she would make a little jokey joke about it, and she would say, so that's Israel, babe? So that's Israel over there? And I would say, yeah, babe, that's Israel. 
you know. But we made a little jokey joke out of it, but it was so clear. It is so clear, y'all, that a child can understand it, for real. It's that clear. So I just wanted to make that point real quick because I wasn't on board at first. But then I started thinking about how important uh, that information is to have, especially as Israel, especially as an Af- a quote-unquote African-American or a black man. I started to really look at the, 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 the veracity of that, that truth. Amen. So, well, Priscilla, uh, I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. I won't be cutting you off for time's sake here, but that was beautiful. And I appreciate you sharing that. And, fo- folks, all glory be the most high because somebody turned me on like, brother, somebody did the same thing to me, and I fought it. I fought this message. Y'all going to have to understand my background. Israel is big in, in the churches I've been in. I mostly work worship. Uh, my, I, I, I've always went to church with white people. So this is major, you know, hardcore Israel. So to be hollering about you, Israel, like you better bake darn show Skippy, you right, brother Seth. And I mean, I went to Israel a lot of time. I'm trying to engage the rabbis. I want to talk. I want to know. I, I had. I told y'all on my previous Facebook lives. I've told you I've had an encounter with some, uh, one Jewish gentleman, uh, and I won't mention his name. But I asked him, could I record it? I said, there's people in America saying they're the Jews and that y'all are not. What do you want me to tell them? I didn't tell them what I believe. And I I emptied everything. I said, they're saying y'all, they saying that the, the, the Holocaust is not in the Bible. He said, oh, that's not correct. I said, you mind me getting a pencil of paper? So I was writing it. I said, well, can I record you? But he said, the Holocaust is in Deuteronomy 28. Holocaust is not in Deuteronomy 28. Holocaust is not in the Bible. But it's not to put them down or to hate on them. Facebook Live, y'all just quit messing with me again. I speak that curse and I meant it earlier. We meant it. You keep messing with the Most High. I am what Jeremiah 16 and 16 says. I am a hunter. I am a fisher. It says in Jeremiah 16 and 16, Behold, I will send many fishers saith the Lord, and they shall fish them. Fish who? Israelites. And afterward, after I will send many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and from every hill and out of the holes of the rocks. In other words, everywhere. The Father was going to send hunters to hunt out who the Israelites are and fishes to fish out who the Israelites are. I've been in 24 countries being nosy, asking about who are the Israelites. How did the people here get to this country? I'm in China talking to blacks in China, black guy in China. A picture right there on my Facebook Live, on my Facebook. That's what I'm doing. I'm talking to this black guy about how did you get here? When I see black people in all these lands, I'm saying, did you come here and sh- your forefathers come in slave ships? Well, how are y'all in the government? Are you at the bottom? And when I see them living out where we're living out, I say, I believe you're an Israelite. I am Jeremiah 16, 16. Laugh about it. Okay. 
you persecuting what I am trying to simply do, what I feel like I'm called to do, curses you. Some of y'all, all y'all understand is money. That's all you know. This world is centered around certain universal laws. Certain things are going to happen whether we live or die 100 years, 120 years, or however long we live. There are certain things that are going to happen, and one of them is God's word must be fulfilled. The Jewish people, a remnant of them, is going to rise. And when that, that remnant rise, out of the nations they've been scattered, they're going to lead the other nations back to the Most High. That's your Bible. Sorry if you don't know that. But you're about to learn because you're going to curse yourself. i got to wrap up, Brother Purcell. I'm very serious. I'm very serious. It's not that I know it all. It's not that I'm this. I'm not. I'm nothing. It's that word I'm talking. Throw me out. Fine. Disrespect me. I got you. I ain't too excited about myself at times. But it's the word in me. It's universal. It's going to happen. You can't stop God's plan on this earth. Think we're going to be niggas forever? Are you serious? Israel. We're the people of the Bible. No, all of us ain't going to wake up. Some of us going to stay in those clubs and some of us going to perish. The Bible says two-thirds of us are going to perish by the sword. But you got to deal with one-third of us, the remnant. you got to deal with that remnant. I'm one of them. The Ambassador Purcell is another, and there's millions of us all over the world. I'm not trying to threaten you or scare you or nothing. I'm just saying you can't war with the Most High. You can not like me or not like the bat and the Ambassador. But you cannot tangle with the most high. That's why I'm on here doing what I'm saying, what I'm saying. I don't sometimes want to talk about this myself. I don't want to get in trouble with the most high. I know who we are. I don't know about my last name, Turner. I don't know Mr. Turner and his slaves. And all. I don't know about Turner. I'm more aware of who I am as an Israelite than I am a Turner. I don't know what Porsche, a Porsche. I don't know what a Porsche is. He don't know either. But we're living out. Even in our rebellion, we're living out the prophecies. So I want to say, awake Zion, which is another name for Israel. Zion is a place we're from. It's called Israel. It's called Zion. And I'll play this song, and I'm going to end with this song, saying, Zion is calling me. My homeland is calling me. My homeland is calling me to a higher place of praise. To stand upon the mountain or stand upon wherever we're at, wherever we can be heard. It's this blog tonight. But my homeland, my true homeland, not my prison cell where I've been taken and my people taken, not the prison where we're at now, but my homeland is calling me to a higher place of praise, to stand up on whatever I'm at, 
whatever mic I can get, that's my mountain. And to to stand up on the mountain, magnify his name. The song goes on to say, and to tell all the people in every nation that he reigns, he real, and what he's requiring out of them. No, I ain't got it together. My issues got issues. But what you going to do with the words I'm speaking right now? Brother Purcell, go ahead, final words. And I do want to make a little shout-out to your daughter in the house. <laughs> She's probably shocked that I even said her name. But Pretty Porsche is in the house. That's her name. So the name should go by Pretty Porsche. So, Miss Pretty, thank you for joining us tonight. Good to see your Majesty. Uh, Purcell, you have final words quickly, less than 30 seconds, but then I'm going to play this song that we um, that I played earlier that really brought this show about. And we're not done talking about this topic. We may do a part two. Go ahead, Purcell. The scripture here, uh, this is the scripture that's connected to this song that you keep referencing, uh, Seth. There's another, version, there's another version um, of that song that I thought you were going to play, but the, the version that you're playing is not the version that I thought you were going to play. But at any what, rate... What version are you talking about? What is it? I may have it already. It's, a, it's, a different, it's, just, it's just a different version. Um, is it a black guy speaking? Is it a black guy? It's, it's black people, yeah. It's a, it's a choir singing. And they're saying, Zion is calling me to a higher plane of praise. So that's kind of the melody of the song. And, uh, and it, it is powerful, man. It's so powerful. But the scripture that's connected to that song is found in the book of Isaiah, the 40th chapter, and the ninth verse. And I'm going to read actually 9 and 10 but it says O Zion that bringeth bringeth good tidings get thee up into the high mountain O Jerusalem that bringeth good tidings lift up thy voice with strength lift it up be not afraid say unto the cities of Judah behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. This is the this is the scripture reference for that song. And wow. And I'm, I'm, you, you know what, man? I am so that when you, when you brought that scripture or not that scripture, but that song up, I remember that song from way back in the day. Zion is calling me to a higher place. Yeah, yeah. And the phone. I like it. I like it. Listen, we got yeah. a rapper present. I did find it for yeah. you. So maybe I can get this on. I did find it for you. So let's play it, and we'll just uh, go bow out everybody with this song. Again, we close all of our broadcasts by saying these words. Purcell says it all. 
But anyway, we love every single one of you. There is nothing you can do about it. You're trying to sing it. I'll let you sing it with it. I'm going to start up. You sing with it, Percep. And after that, we'll just close out. So go ahead and try to sing it. God has a work for every one of us to do. He created us for a purpose. You're not just here by chance. But God designated that you would be here on this planet at this time. God intends to affect and touch other lives through your lives. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God intends for you to be a change agent. You see, you are not just a thermometer. You don't just respond to your environment. When the enemy turns the heat up, you don't just let the thermometer go up. But you're a thermostat. You can set the climate. Tell somebody, you can set the climate. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You set the agenda. I say, you set the agenda. Let the Lord use you. Oh, praise the Lord. Zion is calling.
best. I just want you to know, bro. You blessed me right here. Well, man, I'm bless glad you. I bless you. I'm glad the Most High used us. Yeah, I'm glad the Most High used us to do this show, and that's, I'm, we're not done with this topic. We're gonna hit this again, and again, because we got to get our people to uh, number one, accept who they are. But I gotta wrap up, and so, Percy, I want to thank you. I gotta, I gotta end the show right now, literally. So I thank you again. Okay, thank appreciate you. your contribution you. tonight. And uh, folks, we'll see you on Sunday. Y'all stay tuned. We may do something before then, though. Good night, everybody. We love you. Not a thing you can do about it. Amen.